Hot Takes or Toast is brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair? It's 2021, and you don't have to. Utah Facial Plastics Hair Restoration offers a range of cost-cutting and cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment or visit www.utahairmd.com. Got a couple questions today. First one, how acceptable is it to boo college athletes? Billy says, very. Aaron says, unacceptable. Nick says, very acceptable. That's a dichotomy of opinion, I tend to believe. A full turn of the pendulum there. It has swung all the way back and forth. Very acceptable absolutely unacceptable. Joey says, well, can we boo the poor coaching decisions that are then played out on the field by the players? That punt at the 38-yard line, unacceptable. Okay, obviously when they line up to punt at the 38-yard line, then that's not a response to a player. It's a response to a coach who then harbors it the rest of his BYU career. I'm not naming names. <laughs> <laughs> that narrowed it down, though. <laughs> That's part of what makes Broncos successful or made him successful at BYU, and he was very much successful at BYU. I'm not following him to the level, obviously not even close at Virginia. I know they play Miami tonight, so I'll tune in, see how uh, what style earring he's wearing these days. Uh But yeah, boo the coaches all you want. I have a real hard time booing players. Aaron says they're getting paid. They can deal with it. Are they getting paid? Mm. David says for the NIL athletes, it's not only acceptable to boo them, but mandatory. If they're going to make a half million a year like a pro... They can get booed like a pro. So how do you know who's making a half million? I would venture to say no one in our state is making a half million dollars. Oh, yeah. I would take the under on that. Easy. The under is zero. Yeah, I'd take it. You can't go below zero. I'd take it. So there is no under. Zero. (laughs) There's no under. The over-under is one. That's the under. But the zero is the over. I just set the freaking over-under at zero. Can you hear me? Pay attention. No. So I don't think that anybody's even close to that. I think that so far around here has been a big nothing. Guy's getting a few bucks here and a few bucks there. What are you, old McDonald? Yeah. <laughs> old McDonald had an NIL. E-I-E-I-O. And on that practice field. So... I just have a hard time booing college kids. You know, when I was working... Many, many years as a grinder in the print journalism business, which is now obsolete, the print journalism, uh, including 14 glorious years at the Watchdog. I had a couple of players call me out for mentioning their teammates by name when they screwed up. And I took it to heart. Yeah. They made some mistakes, obviously, uh, but to call them out individually, they thought was uh, too much. 
And there's something to be said for that. I didn't blow it off when they uh, had that criticism toward me. You know, I tried to figure out ways to get the point across without directly assigning blame to a youngster who played at the college level. You you can boo all you want at the pro level, as far as I'm concerned. It's not anything I would do, but if you want to, that's fine. I think it was absolutely ridiculous to boo Jimmer Fredette every time he touched the ball when he played in this arena as an NBA player. I thought that that was childish, and I don't mean childish Gambino either. That was ridiculous. That made no sense to me. But if you want to boo Derek Fisher because he left your team, uh, that's fine. Or if a guy gets in a scuffle with one of your guys, so then you boo him thereafter. Uh, or And I'll, I also think it was dumb to boo somebody like Kobe Bryant. You don't poke the bear with him. <laughs> you know, there's some guys, no, you just don't do it, man. That's just adding fuel. And Kobe just came to mind as one of the top guys certainly of his generation and in the history of the game, that was just going to fuel him even more. So that's you have to be strategic there. So you can do all that, and I don't think you should do anything more. I don't think there should be any name-calling, any cussing, any obviously throwing of objects, anything racial. That goes without saying. Uh, the standard boo, booing. The standard boo at the pro level, nothing I would do. Don't think it's anything you would do. But if Joe next to you wants to do it, so be it. Uh, but at the college level, because this came up where the Oklahoma fans were booing Spencer Rattler, the quarterback, for their team, and they weren't who are, I don't even remember who they played last week. Uh, was it West Virginia? West Virginia. Yeah. 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 I, I know I watched the game. I, I, as I said it, I remembered. And so they weren't blowing him out because the, the quarterback at uh, Oklahoma – if you're not the Heisman winner and the num- and the number one pick, something's wrong. <laughs> hey, we only won of two, you bum. <laughs> right. Jalen Hurts didn't get it done. But, so weird. But it's he was so really against good. Oklahoma's brand for decades. Nonetheless, that's where we are now. Well, that's college football now. Yeah. Uh, so they were booing him and chanting the backup's name. Ah, man, I don't know that I really like that at the college level. I'm sure Spencer Rattler... I know we went to high school in Phoenix, so it's a nice area bordering North Phoenix and Scottsdale, so there's some level of affluence there in that area. So I don't know that he needs the NIL, uh, but he's probably cashing in to an extent. But even still, once he 21 maybe, this is his third year, I think. Uh, I, I just don't know if it's the right thing to do. I think it overemphasizes a sport that is already overemphasized. But people have paid all that money, and they only pay all that money if they're mostly invested. So as much as we can sit here rationally and say, I wouldn't do it, and do you really want to boo a 21-year-old kid? I mean, if you've raised a 21-year-old kid, do you really want to boo a 21-year-old kid? I haven't, so I don't know about that. But, uh, uh, yeah, if that's your son. But people are emotionally son, invested. So, and so what? Is that, if that's your yeah. son, what would you think? Well, you, you probably wouldn't like it. I mean, okay, but you, safe if, assumption. Would you, if that was your son and he's happened to suck that particular game, would you boo him? And you, you, you're emotionally invested. Now, parents are emotionally invested in their teams that their kids are on as long as their kids are playing. If they're not playing, then they want the other guy to fail miserably. 
So or you're they're looking for another team. Yeah. All in as long as I'm in. I'm all in as long as you're not in the way. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, Brewer couldn't get out of here fast enough. They had a hell of a spring game. He'll go down. I think they should retire his number just based on the spring game. I think it was like 87 of 87. I think he was 87 of 86. So there was that one pass he wasn't even trying to complete. That's how he good he was it. in that spring game. You right. told me he was really good. That spring game? <laughs> he was. Before you go on the air with these things, would you check with me? <laughs> I'm not getting into it. <laughs> Why not? People listen for us to get into it. That's part of the fun. You're contractually obligated now. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> You're the straight guy. So, people don't realize how hard it is to play the straight guy, by the way. They just, they don't. It, 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 it takes a town. I can pop off and say anything anytime. Ah, ha, ha, blah, blah, blah. But the straight guy, I actually think is harder. Well, then I should get paid more. Well, that's not up to me. But if it were, I would. <laughs> yeah, I can and you it. would. <laughs> sure. Sure, why not? <laughs> Go ahead. What really ticked you off was a question to Frank. And it was a question. It was actually posed as, it's 15-15 in the spring game. It's only 15 against Weaver. Yeah. What, he only, he only plays the first position? against Weaver. So is this guy <laughs> really going to be all that? Or it was a spring game and it was Weaver. And Frank said, it was a spring game and it was Weaver, although his mechanics are awesome. So, um, but you, you, had, you, had, you had warm feelings toward him. It's okay. I had no feelings toward <laughs> Yes, you had warm feelings. I mean, this goes right there with Armin Gilliam, Caleb no, Rapp, oh, not and Charlie Brown. No, 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 no. Okay. Number one, and it's not close. What's and you that? should agree this. Put the shit down. The one I no. need to wear. Yes. The one I need to wear is Armin Gilliam, no, no. and it's not close. No, but that That is, was, but, I was legitimately the, out of no, my mind. But I, that one I have to wear. I was legitimately right, out of my mind. But if you know the backstory, it's completely acceptable. The Jazz signed Armin Gilliam. Right. You're an old PC2A yeah. Big West dude. He yeah. played at UNLV. Tark yeah. is your hero. When we had on Danny Tarkanian, I. I it was like you were talking to God himself. <laughs> I mean, Yak and I were making fun of it leading up to the interview. We're thinking, this is going to suck because you're going to take over. You're going to go nuts because he was your guy. And you knew Tark and he knew you. So, of course, it was understandable. If Armin Gilliam had played in the Big Ten, you wouldn't have batted an eyelash about him. I had a, I but had years he didn't. Of, I had years of NBA career to course correct, and I didn't. No. But you, because you went back to your younger day, I did. and you were blinded by love. I was. Who hasn't been blinded by love? <laughs> Every single one of us has been blinded by love. So the Armin Gilliam mistake, in retrospect, was obvious because you had a big time, justifiably bias. So yes, it was a huge reach, but you had a connection. 
That's how it happened. Right. But, but so should, you weren't thinking straight in the moment. Happened. I should have been thinking straight. Now you've been thinking straight with Charlie Brewer, and you blew it. No. <laughs> I asked Frank a question, and you... you and you did not phrase you, it that way. I went back and listened to the question. You rotated 90 degrees. I went back and listened to the question. It was not just a simply... You can say it was a question, it was. but boy, how about that Charlie Brewer? That was the essence of the question. Yes, it was a question, but it was, it was so slanted. It's Yuck. like, what? Yuck. I went back and listened to it. Clip the yes, it was a question and get rid of everything else. <laughs> I listened. Thank okay. you for it was, finally acknowledging it was, it was a question. What was, lo- what was known in the business as a loaded question. Yeah. And believe me, I've asked I've many loaded, loaded questions. questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an expert at loaded questions. I bait most BYU players to saying dumb things. And I lead them down the path, yeah, you and, just and they follow through. Holding the hand. Yeah. Ask Crystal Hall if I led her son and baited her son. And the yeah. answer was resoundingly yes. Except he already said he went into the room. Regardless. But see, that's the point. That's her son. So she's biased. I fully understand that. <laughs> There's a connection there. Obviously, you gave birth to the young man. So you have a deep, the, probably the most deep-rooted connection you could possibly have. I've never given birth. I've never procreated. I don't know anything about that stuff. So I, could, I can't tell you about that. There is, I have not sired an offspring, so I cannot speak to that. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> like you turned yourself into sired an <laughs> offspring. You spent as much time as OTB and the track as I have as a kid. You, you would know. That's the way he, that's his background. That, that's that's it, my point. Armin Gilliam was your background. I read enough about Del Mar, even though we didn't go. I read enough. I get it. I'm just, at this point, are you Seattle SLU or are you Secretariat? What, are you Aladar or are you well, there's, Firm? there's Secretariat and there's nobody else. Okay, fine. there's others, but not even receiving votes. <laughs> They're in a whole separate pool. Secretary, it's one through twenty-five, and all the others receiving votes. Then on the UPI, if you want to go there. Oh wow, this is old school. Yeah, now. there's this coaches poll people. There's the poll that if you want to go. What there. is a UPI? People are asking. So of course she's going to have a bias. Of course you're going to have a bias. But would it have been appropriate to boo Charlie Brewer? Even though it was a hoax, and I tried to save you, but sometimes it doesn't work. I try my best, and you still fall for it. You're lying. I don't see where you should be booing Charlie Brew. No boo on the brew. Now, how about if the quarterback runs out there, like last year? Don't be a booer of Brewer? That's nice. That's decent. I'll give you that. When they run out, if they would have run out Jake Bentley, sometime is it a boo as opposed to bringing in Drew Lisk and Lisk comes in, they win the ball game, and everybody goes away happy in last year's silly season. Uh, if you boo if Bentley starts to go out there, are you booing the coaches for not making the change? Because one time I can recall specifically they booed Croton 
for making the change. When it he was, was playing three quarterbacks yeah, in a like, game. Uh, uh, who, who's right. going in this series? Yeah. Let me see. Uh, let's do rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. I can remember. And so they really were booing the decision. Right. It really and, was and a head was, scratcher. Uh, uh, and yet some player has to run out there. Right, right. So you're not booing the kid. Except the players at that point are probably also going, what are you doing? Oh, I know they were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I think it was they had pulled Ingham in and they brought in Lance Pendleton and it was a home game. And he, they, when Pendleton started running out on the field to start the possession after the kickoff or punt or whatever it was, you heard boos in the crowd. And I think there was more along the lines of the decision as opposed to the individual. And the kid's standing there. You're going in. All right, I'm going in. Yeah, so he goes in. So you can't really blame the kid. But I don't have any problem. The coaches making big-time money, they're all more than grown men, right? I mean, most of them are 40s, 50s, whatever it might be. And so certainly that's acceptable. I totally agree with that. So sometimes there's a boo, but it's not completely directed towards the player. It's directed, as you said earlier in the segment, it's booed toward the coaching decision. That's got to be fine, more, right? I find that more acceptable. I find it 100% acceptable. Yeah. I would never boo, but if that's what right. you want to do, so that's, that's fine. Because we wouldn't do it, there's some level of unacceptable. Eh, but as long as it's a boo, it's but, simply a boo. But I'm we're okay bad. With it. We are bad test cases for this now, because you cover games. Yeah, but I, I wasn't like this when I was yeah, in my twenties, though. Yeah, I sat there and watched the game. In my tens, in my teens, I sat there <laughs> and watched the game. In your tens, pre-teens, <laughs> as an eleven and twelve-year-old, right. I watched a lot of sports. I mean, 11 and 12-year-olds, I'm watching the Jets and Giants virtually every week. Right? I'm watching Yankee Mets, yeah. Knicks. I'm constantly watching. You had a lot of stuff on TV. Yeah. And the funny thing, I never I had, rooted for any of them. I had network stuff. I didn't have the local stuff. But yeah. I did root for. And the Padres had like six games on TV all year. <laughs> only well, from we LA. had a game every day. <laughs> Weekend games from LA. Because one team it. was home. They only did road games yeah. back then. Well, there was always a team on the road. Right? Yep. That's the way they schedule it. If you have two, one's gone, one's home. So I had a game every single day. I never was a, f- a diehard win and lose fan. Even as a 10 year old, I wasn't. But I watched the games and I would just watch the games for the enjoyment of the games. And I, n- I never thought to myself to boo. So uh, obviously now, anybody who's been in the business 30 years, if you're still emotionally invested, you are you, a you have rare the, person. You, you are very rare. You have yeah. the emotional investment beaten out of you. Right. It just goes away. People don't understand that. The game is over and you just move on. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, but that's great. what happens when you got to cover multiple yeah. games per day. and You feel nothing. That, and who has that energy but every You feel day. grateful to have the gig. That's what you feel grateful for, that you actually get paid to do this, and other people are doing it as their leisure, and you, you're grateful yep. for that. Like that Beck to Harleen. Uh, that play, oh, whoa, <laughs> that was something. But then that was it. That's it. It's over. I mean, and the Cougar fans went justifiably berserk. Uh, was a once-in-a-lifetime play. I like that, and so wow, you know that. That I'll give you that. Uh, but if you wanted to, you can't really boo the Cougars dropped eight. And I can remember they took or the Utes dropped eight, and they took so much heat for dropping eight when the year before they dropped eight in a similar exact same situation, a last play type thing. And I think that might have been overtime, it was. and they won the game. It was the exact same. Yeah, circus defense. Yeah. So this year they did rush, rush two, drop nine, and the next year the third guy. Stepped up. Because of the way Beck scrambled around. 
Shuffling, shuffling, shuffling. Plenty yes. of time, plenty of time. <laughs> and the guy who made the call. Was that Rubes? Yeah. You got a verbatim. Absolutely. Well yeah, done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a great, great it call. Was, no, he yeah. nailed it. Yeah. It was spot on. Happened to have a it was, certain. And he's coming on at 9 o'clock. And Ralph in the background squealed like a little girl, but he's apologizing. <laughs> if you're going to squeal, that's the play to squeal. I was going to say, there's one that... Yeah, that's understandable. It's got to be that or Stockton shot. What else have you got? Uh, except on that, they had another game. They did, but it was still a heck of a comeback in the last two minutes when we all thought it was going to Game 7. If you'd said Game 7 with five minutes left in that game, everyone would have said, well, yeah, obviously. Look at yeah, the yeah, yeah. That was, that, that's worth an exclamation. I agree. All right, Gregory Bell's here at 905, Lincoln Kennedy at 830. And as long as we're talking jazz, we do have a jazz question up. And we will get to that next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.